The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Hey, thank you for joining us here on the Inside Business Podcast. My name is Bob Nelson. I am your host for this episode. And joining us today is Jonathan Baldock. Jonathan works in an advisory role for Social HP. With 10 years of experience at LinkedIn serving customers like Accenture, JPMorgan Chase, Johnson & Johnson, PepsiCo, IBM, amongst others, he is a highly skilled in social media sharing best best practices utilizing data to build evergreen marketing channels. And he is a expert social media recruitment sales and marketing strategist. Welcome to the podcast, Jonathan. Hey, thanks, Bob. Appreciate you having me on. Um, Before we get too deep, I want to say thank you. You recently hosted uh, a virtual Zoom with a bunch of Mesa Chamber members, specifically around LinkedIn, because you've got a lot of experience there. Um, Thank you for doing that. And I kind of want to just get started. There was something you talked about in that that I think warrants a little bit of extra sort of emphasis, if you will, and that's um, and that's the customer's journey. Talk a little bit about that. So yes, the customer's journey um, or buyer's journey, if you will. So this is something that we regularly talked about with uh, clients at LinkedIn, and it applies to every platform. And so to give you a quick example, let's say you and I or you or I are, are, are in the market for a car. Um, we're going to be buying one perhaps in the next six months, you know, whether that's our lease is ending or whatever it is. Um, so the buyer's journey is usually not, I see an ad and then I'm going to buy, meaning we're not, I'm not driving down the street and then I see an ad for a Chevy and then I'm like, oh, that's it. I've got to buy that Chevy. You know, like it's not that simple. So um, what we talk about with the buyer's journey is touch points. And the more times we can be in front of the customer with various different touch points, being top of mind with that customer, uh, then that's really being involved in that buyer's journey. Because for example, with Chevy, uh, if for the six months leading up to my purchasing of my next car, they're doing an amazing job of showing me some of the different models, the great people that work there, what their value proposition is, the latest awards that they're winning. And then there's some things that they're touching on that are really important to me that I think, wow, like this is, you know, I'm, you know, whether it's I'm, you know, supporting uh, American, whether I'm, you know, like they're literally are, are, you know, building the cars down the street, people that I know, like they're reminding me about all the value points that maybe strike home. And then all of a sudden, I might have been thinking about some other car manufacturers. And when I'm ready six months from now, now they're like right at the top of my list. And that's really what it is about the buyer's journey. But that buyer's journey is different for everybody. You know, sometimes it might be just a few weeks. I do a bit of research. I talk to friends uh, and I see some ads. And then all of a sudden I'm kind of like, okay, I think I've got enough information. I'm ready to make my decision. Other times it could be a very long period of time. But the whole point of it is, is that we need a constant communication with our target audience. And this is not about convincing 7 billion people that your product or service is what they wanna buy, unless you're Walmart or Amazon. You have a specific target audience. So it's really about working and communicating with that target audience. And so for example, like on LinkedIn, where I used to work, um, there's 740 million LinkedIn members. If I'm selling whatever it is, you know, uh, elevators 
740 million people aren't in the market to buy an elevator. It's a very select audience. So I need to be targeted, but I do need to be in front of those people and I need to be in front of them regularly. And that's when we talk about the buyer's journey. It's about being top of mind and it's about really kind of keeping that open or ongoing dialogue with those customers, whether it's just delivering helpful information all the way through to here's what we sell and we'd love for you to buy it. So it really is super deep. It's deeper than just throwing your buy link into a, into a social media post and just throwing it out there and expecting everybody to be like, oh, click buy. Right. right. And then, you know, this can be intimidating for a lot of business owners because they're like, okay, so now my new full-time job is, you know, is posting articles, writing articles. Uh, you know, now I'm a copywriter and a journalist and I have to publish six, six books and I have to be a best-selling author. None of that's required. Um, and then the other piece is, um, you could also think like, okay, to stay in front of my target audience, I'm just going to have to run like a relentless number of paid campaigns, whether they're, you know, uh, like paid ads on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, or, or on LinkedIn, you know, now I've got to have this huge budget. That's also not true. You know, if, if you're on your own, you're a solopreneur, or you've got a, a, an employee base, think about who you're connected to in your networks. Yes, you're connected to some friends and colleagues, but you're also connected to your current customers. And more often than not, you're also connected to a lot of your future customers. So already just capitalizing on the networks you have or the networks you have access to through your employees, that's really, really you know, what I'm trying to drive at here is that there's, this is the opportunity that you have at your fingertips. So let's talk a little bit about um, launching into this with some reasonable expectations. Um, you know, obviously people shouldn't expect that, hey, I'm going to do this social campaign. It's going to net me a hundred sales or what have you. <laughs> yeah. And there's some, there's some verbiage that, that we talked about before we started recording that I think fits very nicely into this. So talk a little bit about some of that, um, some of that earned media value and some of those other topics that fit into setting reasonable expectations for your social efforts. Yeah. And that's, that's a great point to make. And I think hitting on that is, 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 is a great note. So let's, let's talk about those two things. One is the expectations. You know, I put up a post, it's, you know, it might be about our company or product or service, or perhaps it's a thoughtful article that like adds value to people's networks. Like, you know, the top five ways, you know, I could be a better leader. And then a bunch of people comment like, oh, thanks, Jonathan, really appreciate you sharing that out. And then I, then I immediately go and look at my bank account and go, it hasn't changed. You know, like, you know, how come I'm not making sales? Oops. Well, <laughs> you, you are, you're, you're persuading, you know, you're selling the thoughts and minds, right? It, this is about winning the hearts and minds of the audience. And so, um, you know, it would be lovely that I can write one article or I can just grab a story and share it. And then everybody goes, well, that Jonathan's such a good guy. Okay. I'm going to buy everything from him. You know, if it was that simple, everyone would be doing it and everyone would be just overcome with how much, you know, you know, how, like they wouldn't be able to keep up with what they're selling. As we sort of highlighted in the first note, it's a buyer's journey. You just need to be present throughout that buyer's journey. So that way, when they're ready to make a decision, you're at the table. You know, you're in the top three, you're in that decision-making process. They want to talk to you. That's what's getting people to the table. And that will translate into sales, but it's not overnight. So then how do we quantify? How do we go like, well, I'm, you know, I shared out 27 stories over six months and, you know, I don't see it affecting my bank account. Well, all right. If you do a paid campaign and uh, because I worked at LinkedIn, I'll reference that. So if you do a paid campaign on LinkedIn, very often, uh, so we would do it as a calculation as a cost per click. 
So you pay for that. You pay like every time somebody clicks on your ad or your, your, your paid article, low average cost per click on LinkedIn is $3 per click. So that's if somebody just clicks on it, if they like it, if they comment on it, if they reshare it, any of those things, you're paying three bucks a shot. Some of these campaigns are 20 bucks per click, but let's just take the low end at $3. Well, over six months, if I shared 27 articles and I ended up with 300 clicks, that 300 clicks translates into $900 worth of value for my company. So there's a quick example. I don't have to average too many clicks per story to share to get a lot of dollar value for my company. So that $900 worth of value, that means uh, for that, uh, for those engagements, those clicks that I got on that platform, I would have had to go to LinkedIn and say, I want to run a paid campaign. Here's $900, get me 300 clicks. And then you would have had very similar results. The only difference is $900 didn't leave your pocket. And you've stayed in front of that audience, those people for that six months. So it, that's a, a great way to look at it. And that's typically how most major businesses look at it. Like if you go to a company, you know, uh, you know big ones, you know, they might have millions of engagements and that could translate into tens, if not hundreds of millions worth of dollars in value. They also, in a lot of cases, spend a similar amount of money on paid campaigns. So why not double up through your, your networks and through your employees' networks? And that also includes sharing out on your company pages, whether that's a Facebook business page, whether that's your Twitter account, it all, it all, it all adds up. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.